0: <laughs> Don't ask what I do on the weekends.
1: Hello, and welcome once again to the Blue Ball Skeptics. This is the second half of our interview with the founder of the Oklahoma Skeptical Society. James Garrison. Be warned, there are lots of children in the background. That's because this is a working household, and there's only so much we can do to keep things under control.
2: So, when we were at the opera, we went a few years ago, we actually went to a free exhibition where they had these two people. One was the uh, mentor, and one was the trainee, and they were uh, doing psychic readings to a, a room.
0: So like a Sith Lord and a Sith,
2: yeah, like that. Neither one of them was a Lord. It, but it, was, talking, it was
0: talking to the dead more than psychic readings. So. Okay,
2: one of the person, one one person, the one that was actually pretty good at what she does, uh, she spoke to the dead. The other person, she had more um, connections connection with, with things. Yeah, connection with the living. Yeah. If you were missing your keys, she's the person to go to. Yeah. She'll help you find your keys. She can feel your keys. Yeah. <laughs> They're normally in my pocket, so I hope she's not feeling them. <laughs> so <laughs> they had this whole gimmick where uh, the one that was pretty good, she would start to rock back and forth. And she'd just rock, rock, back and forth. And she'd sometimes like, have a jolt, and she'd kick. And the woman that. was next to her, and she'd kind of watch her as she rock back and forth. And every once in a while, there'd be a kick, and she'd go, ooh, ooh, I caught that one. Like they, that's every, a, the energy was going through the, that's the rocking from like woman. A, that's
0: from like a tent revival. <laughs> yes,
1: that's that where it comes is.
0: from. Is like the the Methodist tent revival. You could see Benny Hinn doing that, dude. You know? And I'd love like, to see him do that. Their
1: misses, <laughs> their, when their hits were, you know, their hits were fine, but but their misses were so grim. extravagantly bad that yeah. people were like crushed. Yes. <laughs> like because other people were like ah, oh, I t- I talked to my dead grandpa, and then other people were just like such, uh, like these because these weren't well practiced. They weren't like. Jonathan Edwards level I fool yeah, you. Yeah, they weren't
2: getting any, you know, like, surveys before the show yeah, started. Yeah, they weren't that Well, they were that doing
0: is... straight cold readings. Yes. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. man. And those some are...
1: people just, like, it was so bad you could just see people like, I came here to talk to my dead grandpa and, like, you gotta talk to his and, like, you just got... Your guesses were all well they didn't think guesses but
0: Grandpa didn't like you. They basically thought like Grandpa didn't bother to show up to the <laughs> <to this laughs> yeah. séance. It was so First weird. he couldn't show up to his own funeral, now he can't be here for this.
2: Yeah, it was it was genuinely depressing. There was oh, one God. about a dead soldier and the kid that was left behind it was like this is so It was wrong. so goddamn this is depressing. So sad. Yeah, yeah. See, that's that's one of the reasons I don't
0: like I, I will give psychics especially the ones that talk to the dead if they do it with a lot of compassion towards 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 the subject yeah. they don't try to rip out emotions but if they sometimes you you can go to the best psychologist you can go to psychiatrists the psychiatrist they can't give you that sen- sense of closure if you've lost somebody yeah. that's the one thing i will give a psychic is that occasionally they can help with that sense of closure it's maybe the, yeah cool. sometimes but well because they think they finally get to say that one last word to their loved one yeah some people will go to a gravestone. I people closer, <laughs> but uh, you know, some people go kneel at a gravestone. Some people go to a psychic. Some people go to their minister, their priest, their right, yeah. rabbi. Now, that's the only bit of credit I will give them. Anything else, as far as I'm concerned, especially if they are the parasitic. Ring every bit of emotion out of you, and then walk off with your cash. Type, no. Nah, as far as I'm concerned, those are fair game for anybody who wants to take them apart.
2: I'm pretty sure the woman that was uh, rocking back and forth. I mean, they they seem to really key in um, the people that were in worse shape. Yeah. So it,
0: what's the what's the term for it when a uh, shut eye? Shut eye means that they think that they have the actual ability. Open eye means that they're. John Edwards. They know it's a yeah. scam. They, they're really good. They're, they're con. They're con people. <laughs> I
1: think these people might well have been shut eyes because, well, for one thing, they sucked at it. They couldn't tell it. They sucked at it. which, mm.
0: You know, it's either. probably just enough hits to keep them thinking they had an ability, or people didn't want to embarrass them. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know why and they
1: were
2: giving free shows. So obviously, they weren't that good at <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> they were so earnest and sad, and the people. Yeah. It was just. You know, I, I haven't seen that much pathos in a room outside of a funeral
0: <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever. <It was laughs> awful. Yeah, and and the bad thing is trying to deal with them because they think that there is an actual ability there is probably harder than dealing with Sylvia Brown, John Edwards, Caputo. You don't get to that level of hucksterism without knowing you can't actually do that. They they may say, Oh, we can't use our powers for our own selfish gain. Right, yeah. They say that. Why can't they give the numbers to somebody else to win and then just take a cut of the percentage? <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a loophole. Lawyers use that one all the time. Totally, yeah. yeah and everyone do. admires the ethics of lawyers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, certainly. Yeah. And everyone enjoy, you know, likes the morality of sharks, too, but still. Yeah. Uh, like I said, dealing with someone who actually believes they have the ability versus someone who knows it's a con, it's easier to deal with a con man. Because they know they're faking, and when you call them on it, most of the time you can get them to kind of go, yeah. I'm. Now, when you have somebody who has built their entire career on the con, and it, it doesn't matter it's like if it's – their day job. It, yeah, it's their only <laughs> job. Yeah. Which, you know, you have Kevin Trudeau. You've got Sylvia uh-huh. Brown. you got John Edwards.
2: At He's least – Actually, makes claims and we can throw them in jail for it, you know. <laughs> okay, I Chris, could you cut out anything that might be liable?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: wait, that's right. We don't have an audience.
0: Right? I was going to say, so right after the opening to <laughs> right. all, but you know, when you have people who have made a living on that kind of stuff and that is their bread and butter, that is how they afford everything that they have, somebody like that, you know, it'd be kind of hard to go because they don't want to let that go. That's all they know. Uh so you look at you know James Randi and you know Fairha, uh Grothy, they've called out a lot of these big time hucksters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't ever step up. No. They'll say they will, but then they'll find some way to weasel out or, oh gee, I forgot. You know, <laughs> yeah. Well gee, you've got ghosts talking to you. How hard is it to set you know a well, Casper the friendly distracted. the alarm? <laughs> yeah. But then you get into the small timers, guys who do it on the side for a few extra bucks, but they know that they're conning you. Uh-huh. They're pretty easy to shut down just because they don't have a whole lot of stake in it. Then you come to the close eyes, the ones who think they have the abilities, uh, the people who are brought up in that culture to believe in faith healing, to believe in homeopathy, naturopathy, whatever it is. Mm uh-huh. hmm. The ones who think they actually have powers, when you bring – when you try to explain to them how it doesn't work, a lot of times the most uh, common response that you're going to hear is that, well, you just don't understand how it works. Right. And my response half the time is, well, you don't understand reality. (laughs) But you know, so it's kind of hard to deal with a closed eye just like the name implies. Their eyes are closed. They don't want to open them to the facts that – they're not doing what they think they are
2: yeah I don't it's very difficult to argue with someone who doesn't really have a foundation for why they believe they just do, you know yeah. so you, it's, it's hard to strip it down and figure out the ultimate cause and, and work through it with them as well, because when it comes down to
0: it, you just have to believe they're the shut-eyes. Mm-hmm. they're the true believers, so and belief is easier than thinking, yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, doubt is arches yeah it is you know, it, it's not Constance. easy and if my hair wasn't so light i'd have gray hairs at this point
1: <laughs> and now you're giving away hair color we yeah. had i, I didn't color. i didn't say what color it was there's <laughs> lots of light
0: colors says the colorblind man
2: so you said you were you came across some defunct skeptics in the pub i, I think damien er, was skeptics Skepti- oh, skeptical oh, skeptics skeptical groups I think there were yeah, the skeptics I, in the pub group for a while. Was was there not? Like if, I, five or six uh, years ago, something like that. Uh, I don't
1: remember how long ago it was. I definitely wanted to make that happen. Yeah, and then I uh, I got high.
2: You didn't get. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't <laughs> he's he's trying to. I was going uh, to my room. He's fronting right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chris caught all that. I'm not fronting. <laughs> well, I think it's great because right now we we've had a better base of of skeptics in the area. Like uh what Caleb Black has done with the u c o skeptics that's been a big deal, like he's training skeptics mm-hmm. to go out into the world, you know and yeah. and uh they really seem to admire him <laughs> and they that's they stick around the admiring Caleb, and,
0: I was gonna say they look up to him, but then again he's pretty tall, so yeah,
2: no, <laughs> and he can actually dunk, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, he so can't when anymore. you're dunking. <laughs> Everyone looks up at you, right? As we learned in episode one of Blue yeah, Ball <laughs> <laughs> Skeptics, yeah. Caleb Condon. Yeah. <laughs> but it's great because now we have like this 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 base of skeptics that we didn't have at all before. Mm-hmm. And it took a long time for a group that Damien and I are a part of is the you know, the Oklahoma atheist. That took a long time as well. Yeah. There were a lot of meetings of just, you know, eight or ten people and it's great, we all knew each other, but you know, we'd have a meeting once a month and and that was our thing, and it just grew slowly but surely. Yeah, we had a sm- very small handful of people. Like, the very first solstice party, there were, like, five people here. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I think, by 2000- I think I was counting the baby, actually. But by 2004, we had, like, 30, 35 yeah. at the solstice. So, you know, it yeah. yes. grew pretty fast. A mere yeah. 13 years later. Wait, no, I'm sorry. 2004,
1: sorry. Yes. I, I was thinking five years later. Mass is not strong point. <laughs> yeah, the statistician uh, always... Uh, never mind, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you're right. We had, a, we had a pretty big group on but... Yeah,
0: yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, I mean, with my, one of my goals with Oklahoma skeptics is, you know, as a lot of them say, they don't, you know, we don't want to teach people what to think, show them how to think. Mm-hmm. Biggest thing is that you come to a conclusion through the evidence. Um we don't i want to be able to have an organization where when they are pushing creationism into the science classes we can actually have a strong unifying group of people who can go up before, you know, the honorable miss Sally Kern, yeah, and have a discussion with her as to why that doesn't work. Not not just from a political as in separation of church and state, but as in you know, your holy book does not have the evidence that these 150 million research papers that are peer-reviewed with backed evidence have behind them. Uh,
2: God bless you for trying. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the irony on that is just so just lovely. Yeah. Um, how's that boulder
0: doing? <laughs> uh, slowly creeping back down. But, um, yeah. but you know, I want—I want it to be another. Another goal of it is—is is like recently when you had the interview with the Sharon and Matt. Yes. Yeah. When they were saying we don't really need to have a skeptical community, we don't need to have—you know—they made it sound like they just wanted everybody to kind of be rather independent. Yeah, they're they're independent folks. So. Yeah, which I don't have a problem with that. But when you have people like, you know, myself and you guys started—you know—started working with AOK, you know, when yeah. you have people who are actually looking to build a community, because especially when you live in Oklahoma, if you don't toe the line along the religious Reich – and yes, I did say that I in the think German said man. Reich. <laughs> I think he did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. When when you don't toe the line with uh, when you don't toe the line with the religious thought, with the political thought that goes on around here, you know, yeah. you feel very isolated. You feel very alone. I mean, I know that for a long time, if I told anybody I was an atheist, or that I didn't believe in them giving their kid, you know, believe in homeopathic. Like right now, I like I'd mentioned earlier, you know, I've got a hernia. I've actually got people prescribe, you know, suggesting acupuncture, homeopathy, and I'm kind of looking at them, going, I like things that work, so, and I don't like the idea of somebody shoving needles into my back. What's
1: the homeopathic yeah.
0: cure for hernia? You take like you take <laughs> someone else's hernia and you, you grind it up. I, I honestly don't know. I think they're just talking for pain relief. They're
1: giving you ten to the seventh dilution of hernia. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't want to know where they got it or how they ground that up. They get it from acupuncturing
1: people who have hernias. <laughs> have to take out a little tiny sample that way.
0: Okay, why? While, while we put the needle here, we're going to... Whoop, thank you. Um, that looked more like a circumcision, didn't that? Whoop. Yeah, that was... Are you... Maybe it's you know a 60X... Like like were you maybe a loyal it's, in a past maybe life? It's a, yeah. Maybe it's a 60X mix of foreskin. <laughs> Because you you know God has a thing for foreskins.
2: Oh yes, he does. He yeah, does, he but to t- t- a whole town. If, for it. if
0: light, light cures like light, then, then that,
1: that would cure your foreskin. Like you mm. would you would wake up circumcised if you drank a sixty x concentration of foreskin.
2: Well, it's a new penis. so, <laughs> I'm going you know. to
0: Google homeopathic circumcision <laughs> after this just to see if anyone's <laughs> thought of it yet. Look up homeopathic hernia because honestly, I'm scared. Too. <laughs> I've actually got a surgery in like a week and a half. Well, I think you're right about the community. It is some. It is
2: needed. You yeah. Know, you need something to lean on, something to get you through the day yeah. of and to back being surrounded to back
0: us. you up when you need help. Because yeah. if you're going out and you know somebody is really pushing you know, just use the old homeopath homeopathy standby, somebody's really pushing homeopathy at you or you know, some sort of natural herbal bark dried Indian hair cure. Yeah. When they're pushing things <laughs> like that at you and you don't have a response. If you have a community that you can fall back on, you know somebody who might know a little bit about it and show you where to look for the answers, or tell you, okay, well, this is why this doesn't work, to give you a response. If you're on your own and you're only relying on doing Google searches or looking at books, things like that, yeah, you know, after a while, you're going to burn yourself out. You get insulated, and it's a, uh, it can yeah. be a depressing thing. Yeah.
2: But I think what Matt and Sharon are especially worried about is uh, big big skepticism you know mm-hmm. big the, communities like JREF and the cult and of personality CFI that of builds personality. around one person and these things that every group's going to go through one day you're going to have 1800 members and you know you're going to have to deal with this too to that particular when number. groups grow <laughs> when groups grow like this uh, there are new obstacles to come apart. You know? mm-hmm. It's not—it's not the regular small community that's easy to uh, maneuver. Suddenly, yeah. there's prestige and
1: power involved. In yeah, it attracts. <laughs> Cut that.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cut I mean- all that stuff about. The- <laughs> but it's true. You know, we we do need to we we do need to look at what other groups have gone through, how they've fallen apart, because it's so easy right now. I mean, mm-hmm. it's hard. It's hard work. Like, yeah. It's hard work putting together the pub and the skeptics.
0: It's hard finding volunteer the, work. Yeah. Finding the speakers, trying to find yeah. like some of the activities I want us to do, like uh, vaccination clinics. Yeah. Which I'm actually going to go and uh, talk with the director of the Oklahoma Vaccination Coalition. Oh, cool. On Wednesday about Oklahoma skeptics working with them to do – Vaccination clinics, you know, have her come and talk to skeptics in the pub. Maybe get a lot of people in there who normally wouldn't show up to skeptics in the pub. Yeah, but they want to know about vaccinations, how they work, why they work, why are they safe? Get them, get the people in there, hear her, and then try to set up a thing where we can hopefully do, you know, like a free flu vaccination clinic before school starts. Yeah, or before school, you know, before flu season really kicks in. Get a lot of people who normally try to avoid something like that. Yeah, I think and there- flu
2: vaccination is actually the last one that people avoid because...
0: Mm, it depends. I mean, like, where I work at, no one gets flu vaccine.
2: Yeah. I'm, 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 that's what that's I meant. What but, that's okay. what I meant. It's like, people seem to think that, well, I mean, the flu is a very, you know, it changes Annual bodies disease. constantly. They have to, they have right. to predict what the, the, the body is going to be in the flu season, so right. it's not exact. You know, it's not perfect. but And so people end up skipping it a lot, even atheists and... Probably well-educated people, <laughs> you yeah.
0: know? well educated people. Yeah. I know a I few know would. I've, but, skipped <laughs> I've skipped it sometimes. I've <laughs> skipped it. Uh, I've regretted it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But you, when you look at like some of the underserved communities in Oklahoma City, you know, one's lower socioeconomic status. And the thing is, ironically enough, a lot of your anti vaxxers are higher socioeconomic status.
2: Yes. They're the they people are. who
0: can afford to skip that but when you have you know the people up here who think they're doing good by not getting their kids filled with thimerosal and all other non <laughs> yeah. uh, real substances in, that are in the vaccines yeah. and then you have this other group that is terrified of the vaccines just because they don't know what's in it or how they work you know that that honestly is just a big you know strike match throw here walk away yeah. You know, you're going to have a lot of problems come up because all it's going to take is one or two people who have a severe case of the flu and just rip through, especially the people who can't be vaccinated. So that's why community immunity yeah. is pretty important. So that's you know, one of the things that as a skeptic group you know, we kind of want to do, get out there, promote science, science education, science literacy.
1: Can I just say, community immunity sounds a lot better than
0: herd immunity. I know. Like yeah, I, thing, I, you know, I like actually just... stole that. Just you know and to be a good skeptic, you steal a lot of things. Absolutely. Wallets, keys, you know, whatever it takes. <laughs> um,
2: but uh, yeah, I was rolling that phrase in my mind <laughs> before you said that. I, was like, oh, I, mean I heard me? somebody yes, say I was that rolling before you got here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, I'm fronting.
2: <laughs> He's fronting, He's still. I'm frontin
0: <laughs> but uh, a couple years ago, I actually heard somebody say that because she didn't like the sound of herd immunity because it sounds too much like. Cattle to the slaughter. Yeah, which yeah. I I agree with that. You know, sheeple. Pretty, yeah, I hate that bloody term. I've got enough coworkers that use that. You know. Sheeple. Herd immunity is for sheeple.
1: <laughs> but uh, we're gonna put that in after the thing with yellow. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> right in there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, I, am. I am a one man walking sound machine
1: <laughs> You seem so much more Buttoned up in public last time I saw you dude. That's because that was a high button shirt That's it, no, because it's the bow tie man It changes your now it, persona that, yeah, that I, I do
0: have a public persona When I am out And like right here I'm having fun And I don't have a problem getting up and joking in front of a crowd I mean I actually For me talking like this is actually really difficult mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> yeah. Once again That was not me um for me, that, that's why I resort to the sarcasm. It's just it, for me, speaking one or two people, I tend to focus on, you know a couple little things, like, you know, your right eyebrow just went up. Yeah. I, I actually doing it does tend to make me nervous. I can be up in front of 50 or 100 people. I'm comfortable. I don't have a problem with it. There's that's too much for me to focus on one detail. That's kind of weird, though. I mean, that's... Well, no, I mean, you think about this here, there's personal interaction. You know, I, I am looking at, you know, the two of you while we're sitting here, focusing on little details, and I know that you are looking directly at me. If I'm up on stage in front of a big crowd, you know, I, I don't hold still. I move around in a lot of hand motion, kind of like now, which is, makes for perfect radio, of course. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> they, uh... But... In front of a crowd, I'm very comfortable because I, I don't feel anybody's focusing on me. I'm not focusing on any one person, so it just makes it easier for me to get up there and joke and everything like that. But when I'm up in front, you know, like introducing Caleb or anything, I'm still going to rein in, you know, my language, my manner of speech, to present a slightly more formal, slightly you know, because you don't want to get up in front of a group of people and go. Hey y'all, we here to Oklahoma Skeptic. We gonna teach you some learning today. You gonna talk to this big guy, and he gonna talk you and teach you real good about thinking. You're wrong, and that's the intro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So you know, I don't want to get up there and do that. On the other hand, I don't want to get up there and just be going. And if you listen to the man here, he will be learning. You will be learning much from him. You know, I don't want to get up there and be overly formal. But, yeah, when I'm just kicked back like this, yeah, I can cut loose a lot more. I am still restraining the language, believe me. There would have been a lot more F-bombs for you to bleep out otherwise. We don't
1: bleep out F-bombs. We probably should have told you that at the beginning.
0: Well, little kids running around, I do Uh, keep my language in check.
1: Yeah. I'd like to to ask where people can find out more about the Oklahoma Skeptic Society. Should Uh, they be interested?
0: Well, apparently you can ask anybody at the opera fair now. Um so just go around in the opera fair asking about the skeptic. You know, just where, where ask about just where ask, where ask about, the blonde, about the about uh, the devil guy who showed up last time. <laughs> but no, uh, we have the Facebook page, of course. Uh, it's Oklahoma Skeptics. You just look up Oklahoma Skeptic Society on Facebook. Okay. Uh, we do have a website, which we are currently in the process of either renovating or completely changing. But for right now, and get your pencils, typewriters, or clay tablets ready. It is. Oklahoma Society dot .webs. Dot com. Dot webs. Dot, uh, the Oklahoma Skeptics Society dot webs dot com Yes. Okay. It's a mouthful, but it was the only thing at that point that I could get for free. Yeah. Uh, we'll
1: put a link to that on the show page. Absolutely. Okay.
0: Thank you. Uh, and then there's also I mean just personal side, you know, I, like I said I've got my blog which is if you've looked at it, you know, it's mostly just boring little psychological rants you are not selling your blog well yeah (laughs) (laughs) try harder do it again Uh, my (laughs) my two most popular posts on there so far have been my taking apart the finding bigfoot show Hmm. which was actually relatively easy given some of my background i do wild animal control
2: oh cool yeah.
0: Uh, so does that thumb thing work on a Sasquatch? I mean you think it would? No, but it works on a wolf. <laughs> okay, okay. I and start- and a badger, but you just got to be careful which end you stick it in the badger. Because both ends look the same. I just have to say in general, <laughs> so in general you have to be careful what end you stick anything in. Yeah, That's but with a badger, hurt. the thing is if you do it just right, they work kind of like a Chinese finger trap. <gasps> <laughs> picture! I have just turned the host's <laughs> face completely pale. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have terrible dreams tonight. Oh, oh! you want terrible dreams? I could tell you what i do for a day job. <laughs> we'll do that off the air. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I took apart their methodology, uh, some of their premises that they tried to completely unsuccessfully support on the show, you know, as to... Oh, if you hear coyotes, Bigfoot's following them. If you hear wolves, they follow Bigfoot. It sounds like it's one just long yeah. dance line going down through hunt. the middle <laughs> of a gigantic snipe hunt. Follow whatever might be following yeah. Bigfoot. I was thinking more like Conga line, you know? <laughs> oh, but. Uh, da, 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 da. And I, I take my years of actually tracking wolves, cougars, coyotes, bears, things like that and put it up against the methodology that they... Sh- now, I, I'll acknowledge, and I do you know, on the blog, that they're a TV show. So things are edited. But even the way that they're edited, it's just more for suspense. They don't show you anything that won't... If you do this actually tracking wildlife, you're either going to scare everything off, or you're going to corner it up and it's going to turn around and severely injure you.
1: I love, I love that you're, take, you're kicking this on from the view of someone who's actually... For real tracking something that is actually real and leaves <laughs> yeah. tracks, like that, that yeah. is and that awesome. I that
0: I have actually caught yeah.
1: and, <laughs> and brought I, when in. I, when I track real things, I catch them. Damn it! Don't take fuzzy,
2: fuzzy uh, video shots it, of them.
0: Yeah. No, just take the fuzzy. Oh, no, that's not bad. <laughs> but that, that one break? I actually intended to. With, with apologies to all <laughs> to all of our furry <laughs> enthusiast listeners. <laughs> But uh, – and then another topic that I wrote on was there for a while. If you guys remember coming along, I-40 coming into Oklahoma City, they had billboards up for the Creation Museum.
1: Oh. Yeah. Uh, oh,
2: yeah, yeah. They did, yeah.
0: I-44 yeah. too. Yeah. I decided to have fun with those.
2: Oh, okay. Took and some pictures and I, – I didn't take pictures. <laughs> no,
0: no. I actually just went to their website, joined their mailing list, and just started taking all their claims going, okay, well, here's this, this, and this. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Try try to do it th- from a practical point, and then I do have some where I just go off on a completely non-tangental tangential it's almost like listening to me talk right now, just with better grammar. Oh, so okay. <laughs>
1: debunking creationism, is that, within, is that within the remit of skepticism, or is that counter-apologetics or both?
0: Um, counter-apologetics I'm not 100% certain on. I don't – like I said, I try not to debate creationists because – I mean honestly, if I'm debating a creationist and I win – He's a really crappy creationist because I really – I'm not that versed in – I mean I do know Bible lore, but as – for taking it apart, I'm not even going to try it. I, I have no background in philosophy, so oh, I'm, not okay. even, I'm not even going to try. Creationism, because it is a testable claim. Right. Okay. To a point. there We still have no idea what happened at the Big Bang. Yeah. Well, it's testable when they make it testable. When they say, like, well, of
1: course, the stars were created with the appearance of being 4.5 billion years old. And the away. light was already on
0: its way here. Yeah, but, like, God's gaming it, man. Like, it just <laughs> looks
2: really old, okay?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean... Do not
2: believe your eyes.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's just like when you're selling fake antiques and you put that patina on there. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, yeah, it is testable, especially when they go, oh, he took two of every animal on the ark, and then they want you to somehow think that from... Two dogs, all of a sudden all the canines came around. And from two cats – because I've actually heard creationists argue that he didn't take two of each and every species. He took two of every representative. So there were two dogs, not two wolves, two coyotes, two – for all I know, it was a Malamute and a Chihuahua. <laughs> uh, you know, I could see how that would turn into wolves eventually. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, they're, well, canis enough, lupus. I mean, it, roughly. You know, enough chocolate and flowers maybe. But – um <laughs> You know, he took two cats. They became all the other big cats. He took two, which I'm not really sure how they're stretching hippos. And I really want to see them explain the duckbill platypus.
1: No one can explain the duckbill platypus. People thought it was a hoax when I first discovered
0: oh, it. Oh yeah, I, I love that story. That is one of my favorite.
1: But which I think is the reasonable position to take. Okay? I think so. I am being punked by the Naturalist Society. It's a it's a beaver duck. Yeah, with poison.
0: Yeah, Yeah. that that (laughs) part I love lays (laughs) eggs. Yeah, Yeah. okay, sure,
1: sure. Crazy drunk naturalist.
0: Yeah, whatever you say. But uh, but yeah, I mean when it when it comes to you know religious claims that actually intersperse with science, faith healing, which is a religion, you know, it's evangelical belief, Mm -hmm. Um, creationism. uh, When they say that, oh no, we didn't evolve. Or my favorite one is, you know, if we evolved from monkeys, why are there still monkeys? Well, you came from your grandparents. Why do you still have grandparents? Oh, but what if they don't? That's so sad. (laughs) At that point, I don't care. As soon as I throw that argument out, I don't care if I make them sad or not.
1: You're going to walk away crying, creationist. Okay, I think we we, we need to start winding down. I've got Taco Bueno in the next room.
2: Yeah, and and real beer. We've got real beer. Yeah, but we had a great time having you on here. Um, He's brought some... Uh, Mr. Beer, he's made, he's made his own beer. He's going to bring that the he brought here, and we're going to partake. after and That's the show. really that's really why he's here. Yeah, right? we, exactly. we are attempting
0: yeah. to recreate the skeptics in the pub in the recording studio. <laughs> yeah.
2: Skeptics in the pub in my kitchen. It's going to happen. <laughs> and if you want to be part of the secret group, just friend one of us, and we'll put you on there as well. There's always a secret group. There's always remember that mm-hmm. a secret group. Always a
0: secret group. Yeah, just watch out. If you put any woo on there, you will probably be ripped apart very shortly.
2: Yeah, you might not enjoy your stay. Yeah, Phil Plate is not there to enforce civility.
1: <laughs> all right, on behalf of the Blue Ball Skeptics, I'm Damian. I'm Chaz. And we're here with. James Garrison. And we really appreciate it. You all come on. <laughs> 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 Have a great week. The Blue Ball Skeptics podcast is not a production of the Oklahoma Skeptic Society, although we wholeheartedly support their efforts. We are unsponsored, unrestrained, unaffiliated, unaccountable, and often uncredible. For more information, please visit www.blueballskeptics.com. The music for today's show was Skeptic by James York, a.k.a. Cheap Shot, a.k.a. Yorkie, a.k.a. better at dubstep wall-based chip funk than you and is used here under a Creative Commons license.